People, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Welcome back to round three of Dealing with Trolls. Oh my goodness gracious. You see a lot of you out there, you guys have to deal with the bullying. You have to deal with the constant bullying, whether you're in school, whether you're at work, whether people are gossiping about you, your ethnicity, your color, your religion, whatever it may be that you represent as a whole. And it can be very frustrating But you know what, let me tell you about an encounter that I ended up having and how, of course, you could get out of these situations. So, there are a lot of trolls out there online. And of course, these trolls follow other people. Now, these trolls don't necessarily follow me because they know they would get completely burned. And of course, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because of course, I am the man. But you know what? What bothers me a lot, of course, is... The children out there in America. I'm talking about like the 12 to 18 year olds. And you know what? It's so funny because I remember I commented on someone that was just trying to draw attention to himself on Gary V's page. And it didn't make any sense. And I forgot what I said. I said something. And then he mentioned my hairline. And I'm like, oh my God, am I dealing with a 13 year old child? And then he, I forgot what else he said, but it was something about my teeth. And I'm like, oh my God, people have not talked about my hairline or my teeth in more than 20 years. I'm dealing with a petulant child. We're like someone that goes kicking and screaming all the time when they don't get their attention from their mother and father. Now, of course, when you deal with these types of people, first and foremost, trash is trash. They've already given up on life. They're trying to pile their insecurities onto you. Now, people who actually do this, we have to identify them. They have developmental problems. They have behavioral issues, okay? It could be because they don't have a mother, they don't have a father, or, of course, their father used to beat them, their father neglected them, vice versa with the mother. They probably get bullied at school. They're probably overweight. There are a lot of different things that they try imposing their, I guess you could say, 10-year-old rhetoric onto other people to try to get the upper hand on them. See, this is called the alpha mask. It's kind of like those big boneheads that go to the clubs out there in America, and they're arguing over a girl that's probably on a scale 1 through 10 a 2, and over here arguing, and they want to get in this fight to show how alpha they are over another individual. The fight breaks out. A couple of guys get concussed. If you're even, if it's even worse, you get killed, and then life is over. Bravo, you have ended your life predicated on a girl who does not give a damn about you. Uh, it's just a damn shame. But these people, I can identify from a mile away because America is saturated with these types of individuals. Now, me, I had a very good laugh in the morning. I was like, oh my god, he must be like eight or ten years old. And, of course, private profile doesn't want to show his face. If you look at what, uh, it's just, you don't want to engage with trash, okay? Now, a lot of people say, oh, he's just a kid, or he's this, that, or he's saying these things. It's like, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. The point is that <laughs> what someone would say to me back in 1996 or 1997, this kid is on here, of course, on Gary V's page, trying to get attention that his mother and his father never gave him. So it's very interesting to see uh, these types of issues happen because you know what? I used to be that person. I used to be that person that would try to make fun of other people and say dumb shit time after time after time. Why? Because, of course, I was picked on as a child by my brother. I didn't have a father. And, of course, if I was picked on, I would want to have that power over someone else. 
So I was the same stupid 13-year-old brat just as this kid is. This is how you identify things. You know what I mean? Looking back on those times when I used to do those types of things. And I remember there was a trumpet player in our band by the name of Randy, and I would constantly pick on him. You know, another snare drummer, uh, his name was Daniel Majeski. I hated him because he thought he was just so cool. He would walk around with his drumsticks. With, anyway, since this is when I was young. But then my brother would come up to me and say, hey, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're the one that's picking on me. Now, you understand why I am having these types of behavioral issues. It's because of you imposing your will on me. And therefore, because you are imposing your will on me, I want to impose my will on these other individuals. Again, behavioral issues, and this all comes back to parenting. If my mom would have put her foot down and told my brother what was up from the very, very beginning, hey, asshole, come over here. I am the law. If you don't like it, you can get out, period. This is how we roll. Because my brother already had those issues when he was younger. You know, when he was 11 years old, when he was 10 years old, he would try fighting my dad. He had this, these types of anger, these, these angry outbursts from time to time. But you know what? Of course, he never, you know, didn't really have a father uh, in his life. The only person he actually got along with was the most arrogant guy. Uh, my, my, my mother's third boyfriend, who I didn't get along with because he was arrogant as hell. But my brother got along with him, which was very, very odd. But my brother never got along with the other guy by the name of Billy Jenkins, who was just an unbelievably down-to-earth person. Al Alfred, who I consider to be my father in some of the most crucial moments of my life senior year going into the next three years, my brother didn't get along with him. He didn't like him. And I'm like, well, why don't you like him? Because he's too truthful, he's too honest, and he knows a hell of a lot more than you do. See, my brother doesn't like that. But with Oliver, he kind of resembles... That type of arrogance and that macho man, you know, hey, you know, I got money, I got this, I'm cool, I got a house, I got a car, I got a good job, although they treat me like shit. My brother kind of resembled that. So again, dealing with these types of people, obviously if they're online, you can make a mockery out of them, but then it's going to show you, uh, or it's going to tell you, you're going to be seeping down to the same level as the other individual. So you don't want to do that. Basically, identify where the conversation's going. I'm like, you know what? Okay, this guy said something about a snaggle tooth, my teeth, which was so, and it was just so 11-year-old-ish. And I'm like, oh my God. And his grammar, his comma placements, I'm like, okay, Arsenio, this isn't going to go <laughs> This isn't, this isn't going to go anywhere. You're not going to be able to convince this 10-year-old child anything, all right? So I forgot what I said. I, I could have went out and said, hey, so what happened? Does mommy beat you? It doesn't matter. You cannot help people, and you don't want to help people who are pure ignorant, right? So, of course, what do I do? Block them. This is what you do. That's the number one thing, guys. If this person continues to harass you, then you can say, ooh, look at this. This is how you deal with this. Then you could go on a Facebook Live. You could go on a Twitter and say, okay, guys, look at this. Let's look at this particular comment from this individual. He said this, 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 and that. Now, I'm going to talk to you about what I said on my podcast earlier in terms of the developmental issues within the American community. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, well, it's happening all around the world, not just America. No, 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 no. What country has the most mass shootings in all of the world? 
what country just had the most recent mass shooting? And what ethnicity or background is the are these specific individuals who unleash terror upon the citizens of the world? Exactly. I don't have to say it, but I'm just saying there are mental health issues. This individual who I was talking to on this Instagram post is going... He might be on TV within three to four years talking about, oh, there was a mass shooting. Yeah, because guess what? He's showing those signs. He's showing those really bad behavioral issues that those people end up going through, those withdrawals. These are the pre-stages of it. When he gets into stage five, that's when he ends up buying a gun where he could buy online for next to nothing. He'll go into a school and then unleash horror upon just civilians so again you and especially everyone out there you might have a colleague you might have a brother you might have a sister you might have a friend you might have this you might have that you want to cut out the toxicity as fast as possible this specific individual was on a private profile probably trolling a 11 year old insecure kid whose mother or father probably neglected him and he's trying to get back at society by posting, I, I guess the, those were insulting comments, <laughs> what he believed to be insulting comments, <laughs> to get the attention that he doesn't get. Or to get back at people who have done him bad. Never engage with these people. You can't save them. Now, I know Luke Burroughs, I love him to death. You know, I've been talking to him a lot. And Luke Burroughs and I, we do have a really good understanding about a lot of different things. And he said, you know what? You know, I, I remember I said something in terms of that. I won't help people like that. He's like, well, if you if they do want to be helped, well, no, I'm still not going to help people like that. Now, you could be listening to me from afar. That's perfectly fine. Listen to me from afar and say, oh, what he's saying is completely right. Then you could come back and say, you know what? I don't know you like that. I've been listening to you for a while. I used to do this. Now I no longer do this. Thank you. You could do that. But a person who said, oh, well, I was just joking about your hairline, it, it, it doesn't matter. What was said was said, and who really gives a damn? You're a child in the world. you got a lot of growing up to do. You've never been out of America, and you're suffering from behavioral issues, which will culminate, and they will transpire and get and, – and once they start getting worse, that's when, that's when you become dangerous to society because you see it happen all the time out there in America. It's become so common. It's the common grounds in terms of mass shooting. So, guys, there you go. A way to deal with trolls? Hurry up and block them. You know the conversation's going south. After two replies, you already know if that person's given or if that person's taken or if that person is a parasite in the world. I'm talking about a malignant tumor. Drop them like a hot tamale. Hot cakes. Get rid of them as soon as you can because guess what? You're not going to get anything out of the conversation. What's going to happen is that person is going to end up, you know, trying to drop your defenses, you know, if they say, oh, you, you know, because, of course, I've been called nigga. I've been called so many black nasty things in my life, and none of that matters anymore. I know that they're insecure, and they're trying to get back at me because mommy and daddy doesn't care about them. None of that, Matt, none of that even exists. None of that even matters. None of that doesn't pertain to me. I'm not black. I'm brown. When someone says I'm black, I say you got you're colorblind. Oh shit, I'm sorry. I have empathy, man. I can't imagine seeing a red world when the world is blue. You see what I mean? So guys, you got to take a step back, evaluate the situation, always have that self-control, 
and say, okay, this person is a child. This person is doing this. This person is doing that. Now, if you're working with them, hurry up and say, hey, homie, don't play that. Either you're going to stop or we're going to have to figure some things out or I'm going to make your life a living hell until this whole place turns right upside down. No, that's probably the worst way to do it. But address the person and say, hey, either you're going to treat me with respect or you can kiss my ass. You know, another real funny story that I'm just going to throw in here real quick. A guy by the name of Ian, uh, Ian, 75-year-old British guy, he came out here to marry a woman. Straight up. It's an ex-employee. This guy tried getting me fired. He sent my YouTube video that I use with all the equipment at my language center, which was only a projector. It didn't really give a... It, n none of it really mattered. But he sent it to the main guy named Jeff, who's the head of the... D uh, coordinate, well, whatever you want to call it. See, anytime you get a foreigner to run a Thai business here, it ends in a disaster. But he came here, and the next thing you know, he emailed my coordinator. He's like, excuse me, uh, what, what, what is this? I thought this was finished. And the next thing you know, he told the lady, the lady told my friend, you, the Ugandan warrior. And she was like, hey, guess what? Guess who's the one that sent it to him? It was Ian. And guess what? Three days ago, who sends me a sticker on Viber? Ian. And I'm like, are... You serious? After all the things you've tried doing, the blackmail, the comments, and that last comment a year ago saying, oh, I was shocked that AJ said hello to me at the immigration. What? Do you think I have an inch of hate in a man who's on death's row? He sent me a message. What did I do? Block. Not a word. Block. I told the Ugandan warrior we had a beautiful laugh about it. Guys, two-facedness, I don't tolerate any of that trash. Like I said, man, I am so quick to dump people out of my life. Like, um, I was having a brilliant conversation for two and a half hours with uh, my new friend. Guys, I know, it's crazy, huh? Uh, Mook, Mook, lover to death. Uh, absolutely gorgeous human being, in, both inside and out. And I'm sitting here, and I was telling her about the people that I'm around. I'm like, listen, let me tell you about my circle of friends. You know, and I was like, listen... From, like, 2009, friends have come and gone. They come, go, come, go, come, go. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I want to be a person that has that inner circle, and I know they're never going to leave me. Everyone else could be on the outside. So my family, <laughs> they're, like, in the distant universe. They're probably a couple light years away on the, you know, the next, uh, what is it, the habitable planet out there somewhere. You know what I mean? But everyone else is on my outside. Because if I know I let them in my inside, they're going to try messing up that circle and they're going to leave. And guess what? It's going to be empty for a while. And when there's an emptiness, that's when my circle of life begins to suffer. So going back to that and go back to that conversation I had with her, there are people that I have very, very tight, close knit. And she's like, oh, my best friend. And I'm like, yeah, I have a best friend, too, but I don't talk to him much. We have nothing to talk about. You know, I mean, he has a wonderful, you know, fiance, wife, whatever. He has two wonderful kids. So grateful about that. But at the same time, I know that if I have a 30 to a one hour, a 30 minute to a one hour conversation with him, we will talk about nothing. He'll talk about things that he brought up from the past. He'll talk about my mom. He'll talk about, I, I don't care about any of that. He's going to talk about cartoons. I don't give a damn about any of that. These are the things that are very, very important time. However, if I get on a podcast with, let's say, uh, I got a couple of interviewees coming up on Motivational Mentors, Sohair, Joanne, all these people, e-commerce people, 
I get more. I get one hour of that conversation could be almost, almost a year, a year's worth of conversations with my be- with my quote unquote best friend Andre. Why? Because I get so much value out of conversations like that. So no, I'm not going to pick up a call if you call me. We could send messages. We could send voice messages. All right. When I'm commuting, that's better. But I'm not going to pick up and waste 20 mi- 20 minutes of my time with that. So when I'm sitting across my friend Mook. Uh, you know, having dinner last night, that those two and a half hours, they were so pleasurable. They were so fun. We talked about so many great things. We went down memory lane. That is, that's a beautiful evening. That was a beautiful evening. Now, other people, you guys are spending evenings with people that don't deserve anything. You know, they're, they're trying to get takeout. You're trying to sit down and, you know, nurture a relationship and they want takeout. So, guys. With that being said, I hope this helps you. Dealing with trolls, friends, this, that, understanding the metrics of life. You really got to put this into, um, what is it, put this to work or else there could be a huge problem. So with that being said, guys, I hope you can get anything, if anything, out of this. And if you did, (sighs) thank you so much. Share this. And as always, man, I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.